What's going on, everyone? Welcome into Near Falls with D. Hall, a wrestling podcast. Here we go. Welcome to Near Falls with D. Hall. He's talking on bars and how they win it all. Yeah, it's Near Falls with D. Hall. The final takedown, the glory or the fall. So loosen up. Step on in, wrestle with the need to win. We're talking near falls with D Hall. Ready or not, he's here to brawl. What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into a special edition of Near Falls with D Hall, a wrestling podcast brought to you by Switch Custom Apparel. The man, the myth, Chris Cars over at Switch Custom Apparel. Switch Custom Apparel. Take care of this T-shirts for us. Look at that beautiful T-shirt I gave Ty one. He's leaving here with one today. Yes, sir. And speaking of Ty, the D2 most dominant wrestler. What's going on, man? What's up, D Hall? Thanks for having me. Ty McGeary, super pumped up to have him on. Um, obviously, we have so much to get into. I know a lot of Ty's story, but a lot of you guys don't. Um, so we're going to talk about pretty much his whole career tonight. We're going to talk about his run at Nationals. We're going to talk about COVID. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff. So Let's do it. All right, man. I'm excited too. All right. So let's start like this. Um, first wrestling memory, right? Like, like it's a wrestling show. So when did you remember like your first practice? Do you have something that's stuck in your mind that you kind of go back to? I mean, there's a lot of early memories in that, that OG room we had, but, um, you know, I remember my dad coming home from work one day and pulling up and he said, we're going to wrestling practice tomorrow. And I said, what is that? Um, didn't know I was getting myself into, but first practice, um, I just remember crying the whole entire time. Zach Hogue actually helped me get shout out Zach Hogue, helped shout me get out Zach practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't like it at first, but um, show up the next day and just kept showing up and finally enjoyed it at one point. Um, so that begs the question. Uh, your dad was obviously one of your first coaches. Your dad, uh, Justin, yep. Denny. What was it like Coach being in the Bucky. room with those guys? Coach Bucky, what was it? Coach Bucky, shout out Bucky Waters. Uh, what was it like being in the room in the early days with those guys? It was ruthless. <laughs> um, I remember so many workouts, so many practices, um, crying. You know, he's pushing us, yelling at us, uh, running sprints. We would do groups, three groups, sprints for 20 minutes straight. I just remember every time going there with Jake Ely, you know, the cooks. Mm. Peyton, everyone just battling each other every day, you know. Yep. Blood, sweat, and tears. Uh they they pushed us hard, but they really grew us into who we are today. So shout out to them. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and that's kind of you touched on my next question there. Um you talk about those guys. Obviously, we're gonna talk a lot about the gladiator program tonight and, and how that kind of morphed you and when your brother comes over and hangs out with us for a little bit, we're gonna talk about that with him too. Um but those guys that you're talking about, Jake Ely, the Cooks, the Waters, uh, the Flatties, um, I'm sure I'm missing a few of the Alberts family, right? Yeah. Uh, those group of guys, uh, you guys kind of started this little club, Gladiators. What was it like to be a part of something um, at its uh, genesis um, off the ground? It was it was really cool um, just having those guys come in from different schools. Um, you know, we started out, we weren't the best. I remember going to Virginia Beach the first year. 
Uh, we want a handful of matches. I don't think we want a single team match, but just being in the room with everyone um, day after day, year after year. And, you know, just, we got better year after year and, you know, eventually going to Virginia beach, my junior, I think we took top eight in the country. So it's cool to see, you know, year after year improving. Um, you know, we were together from the beginning. We weren't recruiting guys, but we were just the core OG gladiators. Yeah, so no it was doubt. cool. Um, so obviously, you guys, you're talking about finishing like nationally pretty high, like as a as a squad for gladiators. You had to have been pretty good. Obviously, you had success. We're going to talk about that along the way. Was there a turning point in your your youth career where you kind of focused like on wrestling? I know that you played football in the past and and did did other things of that nature. Um, was there kind of a point that you remember that stuck in your mind that was like, this is my sport? Um, you know, when it was wrestling season, I loved wrestling. When it was football season, I loved wrestling. I just loved, <laughs> or I love football. See, um, that tells your true story right there, Ty. <laughs> yeah, I just love competing. But mm-hmm. um, I remember just coming up short. Um, I think I was eight years old, first time going to States, uh, losing the semis. And after that, you know, I just, I really, I wanted to win a, a state championship. So that kind of flipped the switch in my head. I knew every day I had to, you know, sacrifice things. I had to get up early and, and work out. And I put everything into becoming a state champion, which never happened. But then it was on to nationals. But, yeah, you know, that that flip switched when I was little. And it, it, it stay flipped. For sure. For sure. And that brings us into our next topic, right? We're, we'll talk about uh, you talk about all those guys that you kind of grinded with through the youth years. You get to high school. Um what was it like meeting Torque for the first time? Um, I was definitely intimidated. Um, I remember my dad talking about him, everybody talking about him. You know, I was intimidated by him, but he's just, he was one of the best coaches I ever had and just very welcoming. Um, just great to have in your corner. Um, just the summers, the, the endless time and effort he put into us. Very thankful for that. Um, and just, very helpful like middle of a match you look over in the corner um some coaches don't know what to tell you coach Tark, he'll tell you reach left shoot right and you do it and you know you yeah. get a takedown you're like wow that, that was easy <laughs> so like uh there's a few guys in the whip uh i'm not going to mention any names kaz shout out i know you're listening and watching um but the Tark effect yeah. do you think that's a real thing definitely i love that <laughs> you know there's times in a match where i'm, I'm panicking i look over in the corner and he's completely calm you know and it helps calm you down um and he tells you exactly what to do and it, yeah. 99% of the time it's going to work cuz he he knows what he's talking about yeah no doubt about it um so let's talk about your career a little bit man uh you take what was it your sophomore year mark ivana check on this for me but your, your sophomore year what did you end up finishing in the whipio well your freshman year you didn't make it i know that but your sophomore year you're really close right um sophomore year i think i went two and two or something i think i was okay. a match or two away um Whipfield's just tough overall but um that tournament what's that what's that like like and you you were you know somewhat of a bigger freshman sophomore what was it like stepping into those weight classes with like grown men and, and the Whipfield's Whipfield's tough there's there's just endless hammers you know your first match the Whipfield and you, you have someone tough but um it's one of the toughest tournaments in the country. Um, even when I qualified my junior year, I think I'd, I'd uh, beat kid who placed at States the year before um, just to make it. And it's nerve wracking because, you know, you could not be going to States, but, you know, top top five from the Whitfield could place at States. So, yeah, 
just getting through that tournament, you know, it's it's really tough, but it kind of builds your you mentally, you know. Mm-hmm. You make it through that tournament, you go to states, and you know you can win the thing. So, is that how you feel? Like when you get out of the whip, you like is that a mental thing? I, I know, like I've interviewed a bunch of guys that are like, if you get out of whip, you're like, oh, I'm not guaranteed to stay mental. You still got to show up, do your thing, but like, just the the toughness that is the whip you just prepares you ultimately for the state championships. Yeah. You kind of have that chip in your shoulder, you know, you, you know, you made it out of the whip you So, you know, you're going to do good things out of the state tournament. So definitely for sure. Nice. Nice. All right, man. So your junior year, you sneak into the state tournament, right? And, um, uh, this was at this time I'm, I'm watching you from afar. I'm like doing my thing working and, uh, you go on this improbable run to the semis. Yeah. Um, Talk about that run, getting to the semis, just kind of knocking off a couple guys. Really, you weren't supposed to. Yeah, um, I took fourth in Whippeal, so mm-hmm. didn't get a very good seed. Um, I mean, I, I, for myself, I was expecting a lot. A lot of people weren't expecting much of me. Um, it's it's tough going to the Giant Center for the first time. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of nerves. I remember my first match, um, I took the kid down, 30 seconds left, and I was it was tied and I hate top wrestling. So, you know, I cut him right away. Coach Tark's freaking out in the corner and <laughs> up taking the dude down with like 10 seconds left to win. In my so wait, first- you cut him and you were down by one after you cut him. Yeah. With 30 seconds left. You thought no chance you're holding him down in 30 yeah, seconds. I hate top. So I, I was like, cut. I knew the kid was tired. So um, cut him, took him down, um, won the match. I remember first thing I walked off the mat. I was like, I'm so sorry, coach Tark. Like that was terrible. <laughs> you know, he was a little angry at me, but he's like, it's okay. Like you, you got the win. Let's on to the next match. Um, right. Right. And that's when I had one of the top four seeds from uh, Becca. And, you know, I, I knew I could win. So I, I went out there battling. And I just said I hated top. But that was only match I can remember where I actually rode someone out. Yeah. Um, went to overtime um, on a leg. I think I got to his leg like six different times. A bunch of stalemates. Ended up pulling out in overtime. And it was crazy. I was so pumped after that match. Um that only lasted probably an hour until you know you're getting ready for your quarterfinal match. Right. You win that, you're you're a medalist. So the nerves came back. So what? So talk about the Hershey tournament. It's a it's a three day deal, right? You show up on third. Well, no, it's more, right? You you show up on Wednesday, show up Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? It's kind of a it's kind of a grind. You got to make weight yeah. all three days, right? Yeah, I was cutting a lot of weight that year. That was the hardest four days of my life probably <laughs> it was tough um yeah. just mentally all the close matches i had um cutting yeah. weight i remember got, getting a pizza afterwards and it was just so relaxing just being able to eat and relax with the state medal but it was it was a cool experience yeah no doubt no doubt uh so you move on to your senior year um new coach takes over aaron mckinney who yeah. we're all familiar with close friend of all of us uh go, close friend of mine um what was it like taking him, him taking over obviously you know, it's tough watching Tark go. Um, we all know Very the reasons tough. why. Um, but what was it like watching Tark leave and Aaron come in? Uh, it was definitely tough. Um, some things I get used to. Um, just different practices, different different things to get used to. But, you know, Aaron's a great coach. Um, I was lucky to have him my senior year. So, I mean, I remember my dad telling me, he's like, I'm, I'm calling Aaron. I, you need a coach. So I'm, I'm calling Aaron. <laughs> I'm like, he lives two hours away. He's, he's not coaching me, you know. A month later, he tells me, yeah, Aaron's in. He's your coach for your senior year. I was like, all right, bet. So it was awesome having my corner my senior year. Um, yeah. You know, wish wish it ended better, but just love Shout out Rocky McGeary. It sounds like you're the reason why Aaron's home. So I think shout so. out Rocky. I love that. Um, Big rock. Definitely it could have ended better, but, you know, just 
thankful for the opportunity. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so yeah, you fall a little bit short. Um, you end up committing to UPJ. Uh, I assume that was like a part of the process of Jake Healy going there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Rama gang. Shout yeah. Out Rama gang. Right. What, what, what was that? Christian school, right? Yeah. Christian school. Uh, I went until I was in second grade. I think he ended up going until seventh, but you know, we grew up, we uh, met each other there. Yeah. So um, yeah, followed him to UPJ. Uh, we were roommates there, had a fun freshman year. Um, just wasn't really the fit for me a little yeah. too far from home. Um, not the right team atmosphere. So just wasn't really right for me. So I knew I had to make some changes. Right. So you end up, um, you end up at West Lib a year and a half later or so. Um, and I talked about this with uh, Connor Craig on our podcast with him, or my podcast with him rather. Um, he was like, I pretty much texted Ty. Like, I need you over here. Like, I need you here. I need you to be my practice partner. Is that the case? It was. Um, I remember I was in between West Lib, Waynesburg. Um, I remember I, I left after semester UPJ. So I, I left Connor. I, I was his practice partner. I thought he was angry at me. <laughs> I get a message from him saying, listen, like, I didn't like UPJ either. Like, let's go to West Lib. And yeah. I was like, you know what? You, that sounds pretty good. If you, yeah. if you, so um, decided eventually to go to West Liberty um, with Connor and and. Ty Warner and Cole Leia. And you had some, uh, Garrett Cook was there at the time, right? Yeah. Um, that was a big part of it. Garrett, Alec, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan just committed. So I knew I'd fit right in. So decided to go to West, West Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, it ends up being the right fit for you. Um, what was it like reunite? Well, you never really were on a high school team with like Alec, with Garrett, with, with Jordan. Well, you were with Jordan. I'm sorry yeah. there, but what was it like, uh, being with those guys and, and kind of forming a team down in and it's kind of like gladiator south down there west I liberty know. i know uh, coach Irwin loves that yeah he keeps asking me you know who's the next gladiator we need to recruit right but um it's definitely cool you know growing up uh wrestling with them over the summer um we didn't go to the same school so we never really were on like the same high school team so it was just cool to experience uh west live with them and be on the same team as them and kind of grind in the room together with them so no doubt, no doubt. All right, so my next question's a, a bit of a loaded question. Shout out Justin Waters. I had him uh, think of a couple good ones, and and he, you know, in true Justin Waters fashion, yep, they should be good. Then delivered some absolute hammers. So here's the first one he has yeah. for you. Let's do it. You've always been a really talented wrestler, but it seems like things never went your way at Whippio's or the state tournament. You come out of high school and go off to college. The first stop wasn't the best fit for you, as we just discussed move on to West Liberty and obviously experience great success after all these years of knocking on the door of greatness. Was there any time before you broke through that you just thought to yourself, this isn't worth it. All this heartbreak is too much. I'm done with this sport. Yeah. Um, I've thought that a lot of times, um, especially coming out of high school with getting that state medal. Um, my junior year, um, I was obviously always wanting to go D one, didn't do any, any good my senior year and really wasn't getting a lot of offers. So part of me, yeah, I was disappointed. Um, with the sport comes a lot of disappointment, but it only lasts for so long until you, you get that itch again. You get yeah. that, that drive where either you can quit or you can you can buckle down and make some changes and keep going because eventually if you keep knocking, you know, success is going to let you in. So it 
Yeah, I'd say there's and a lot. And it was of- a it was even more prolonged than that, Ty. I mean, that's a great response, but to feed off that question from Justin, and I'm going to add my question onto that. You had like a whole barrier year on top of getting there, which was COVID, and, and we'll bring that into the conversation. What was it like, like trying to achieve your dreams and worrying about wearing a mask while you're working out? It was tough. Um, we had we were wearing masks outside doing cardio in the sun. Um, we wore masks wrestling. Um, we were wrestling each other. We had c- certain pods we had to be in. A lot of schools were shutting down, but we were wrestling with each other. We had dual meets against each other um, for the first whole first semester, and it was grueling. You know, just wrestling the same guys over and over. Um, I think that kind of helped with our success at West Liberty. But with COVID, it it was tough. Um, you know, we started competing, I think, in January or February, so we didn't have very many matches leading up to, to regionals. Yeah. But those couple months were very grueling. You know, we were still making weight. We were still wrestling each other. Um, I remember I was still – Connor Craig was beating me up every day. <laughs> By the time we got to the, the weekend, I was wrestling someone else. You know, I, I feel like I could barely even wrestle because, you know, six days before that, I'm, I'm drilling with Connor. But So it was tough, but I think it kind of led to my success in the future. Yeah. Um, so that year you take third, right? Or what was it? It was a little bit of a different process. That yeah. Year. Top. Um, usually it's top three in the region go. Right. Um, with COVID, they only decided to take two and then they got to pick some some guys to go. Right. Um, I took third and ended up not getting picked for some reason. Trash. Um, the national bracket had, what, 11 kids. I think mm. someone was an automatic All-American. Yeah. Which was, was no good. stupid, but... You know, I, I had a chance to go and I didn't capitalize on it. So, yeah, kind of I had a chip on my shoulder after that. Wanted to come back um, and qualify for sure the next year. Brings me to my next Justin Waters question. Um, in 2022, you were a man on a mission to win a national championship. You made a commitment to someone and they rele- relayed the story to me that you were going to spend one year doing every single thing right to be a national champion. You had a great year, but came up just short finishing third in the nation that year. Did you ever question yourself that maybe you couldn't win in all those dark moments of reflection that all the champions go through as they fall short? Um, that's a that's a tough question. Shout I Jay Dub, that's good. <laughs> I do believe I I did everything right that year. Um, I felt great going in nationals. I felt great going in regionals. Had a great regional tournament. Um, and then, you know, you did everything right, but some things just don't happen your way and took a tough loss in the quarters. Um, but I, I knew I wanted to be an all American. I knew I could, um, but I really didn't want to be at the bottom of that podium. I wanted, you know, I I really wanted to come back and take third. So kind of going through the bracket. Um, where did that mentality coming from, come from, sorry. Uh, like the next best thing kind of like. You didn't want to place, just place. Like some guys are like, I just want to get on the podium. I just want to be yeah. an All-American. You're like, I need third. Um, oh, that's tough. I I just always picture myself, um, looking myself in the mirror after a tournament, and thinking like, obviously, if I come back and take third, I'm I'm gonna feel a lot better. I'm gonna go look at myself in the mirror if I just kind of give up and just settle for All-American. So, you know, won my first one, and then from there, guys are just dropping from the winners bracket and it's round after round. So you don't really get much of a break. So I knew I was coming off a win. They were coming off a loss. I was going to go out there and just battle from the beginning. So I was very fortunate, all the glory to God, um, just coming through the backside and having the one seed for third and fourth, um, get locking up a cradle at the end. 
Yeah. Don't even remember much of that match. There's so many nerves, but taking third and that was kind of the best I've ever felt after a season. You know, I, I think I lost what two matches that year. Um, yeah, hey, you take third, you short, get a little emotion out of you. I'm watching the match on my phone. You go nuts. I don't ever see you do that, dude. That was dude. the first time I ever did that. No, no, no. I lie. I lie. When you get a birdie on the golf course, okay, I do yeah. see a little emotion. Out a little of bit it. of that, but yeah. <laughs> in wrestling, I usually don't show very much emotion. But it's it's different, you know. Growing up in high school, um, not very much of a team aspect. We didn't have the best team, mm-hmm. but with West Liberty, um, Connor Craig, you know, Cole Leia, Ty Warner, they're all out there scoring points, um, trying to get a team trophy. So it makes me really want to go out there and perform. We had the best fan base there. You know, they're chanting my name and everything. And it was just cool to show up and perform for them and get those team points for the team and eventually get that team trophy. So yeah, yeah I was showing some emotion at the end there. Love that. Um, so you bring those guys up. Uh, Ty Warner, Connor Craig, Colea, um, sure, a number of other guys that that I'm missing. Um Obviously, in the next year, you kind of get to where we're going to get to. We're going to talk about that. Um, but what did you take from those guys? Obviously, you had another year with Colea, but Connor Craig, Ty Warner. What did you take from those guys before they left? You know, they're they're just winners. They go out there with the attitude that they're the best out there, and they're going to win no matter what. So just being around them, it kind of rubbed off on me that, you know, I practice with Connor Craig every day. Everyone I wrestled, Connor Craig would beat, so – if I can wrestle with him, I can wrestle with anyone. And just giving you that confidence, you can go out there and wrestle with everyone, especially him being a weight above me. You know, there's no one stronger than him. I mean, he's deadlifting like 600 pounds for reps. So <laughs> I knew I can go out there and wrestle with anyone at, at 174 that year. Love that. All right, turn the page. Move on to the next year. Um, that summer, I believe, we're golfing at uh one of the golf outings i can't remember which one but you mentioned to me that you meet a young lady and you start dating this young lady and this is news to me because ty mcgeary is the most focused individual i've ever met in my life always focused on the goal yeah but you meet a young lady and she seems like one of the best things that ever happened to you talk about your relationship i mean you knew me before she must be something special yeah if um, I'm posting about her on Instagram and stuff, but right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out Rocky, um, Hannah and Alec for setting us up, but you know, she, she's something special. I'm lucky to have her in my life. Um, she's very supportive. Um, she didn't even know what wrestling was. She didn't know if I was good or anything. And, you know, she was showing up to my first match. I remember at UPJ and I'm, I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, like this kid's good. Like I'm gonna have a close match. She's like, no, like you'll be fine. And it uh, comes down to overtime, and I was talking to her after. She gets very nervous, so she, like, picks her nails and stuff. And she's like, that was that was crazy. She's like, I was so nervous. I was like, yeah, just wait till nationals because it's going to get way worse. But um, she's awesome, um, so supportive. Yeah. Every weekend, um, driving. I remember she drove four hours for the one tournament. But, um, you know, I love her. She's just the best thing that's ever happened to me. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff indeed. All right. Moving on to this year. This is kind of where it was like a weird year, right? I'm getting text updates from you. I'm getting text updates from Jordan, Justin. Your your ankles banged up. You got mono. Um, yeah. Tough year. What what's it? What was it like grinding through that? Well, it, it was tough because I remember beginning of the year, I, f- I felt amazing. Um, felt really strong for 184. Wasn't getting tired. Just scoring points. Um, ended up getting sick for a couple weeks. Didn't know what it was. Actually, it started with Mer- I had MRSA at the beginning of the year. 
Mm. Forgot about that. Um, was sick for a couple of weeks. Didn't want to tell anyone. Just kept practicing. Um, I had mono. I found out a couple of weeks later, but I, re- I was wrestling with it and ended up hurting my ankle. Mm. So, you know, I took the whole winter break off with mono, with my ankle resting it up, and then came back from that, tried to get ready for um, national duels. Didn't happen. And they said, you know, it's not worth it. We're going to take a, a month or two off. So it was it was hard because, you know, it, you lose your conditioning. You lose your strength a little bit. Um, definitely probably should have lifted more. But it was it was hard for me to come back from that. I remember my first match back, MECs. Yeah. Definitely tired. Um, didn't feel as strong. Um, had to tape my ankle every single day. And just working with the flexibility of that. Yeah, uh, I, I sit on my laces when I'm on bottom. Couldn't really do that 100%. My finishes felt a little weird. But just working through that um, week after week, trying to put the time in. Um, and then, you know, two weeks later, I think I had some sort of sickness. Um, came into practice. Told I remember I was wrestling Coach Hatch, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling the best today. He's like, that's a fine. Like, we'll go as yeah. far as you want. Like, just tell me, like, when it's enough. Um, we're wrestling live. And. I'm not the one to say like I'm getting tired. So I wasn't right. saying anything. We do a group of three and um I think it's me, Keaton, and Coach Hatch. And I knew I already wrestled once. I was with Coach Hatch. I was like, I need to get a takedown. If I don't, he's gonna be on top of me and I'm I'm gonna be start hyperventilating because I'm so tired. Mm. But um, so he getting a scramble, he actually catches me on my back and I, I start freaking out because I I'm sick, you know, right? Dehydrated. I'm like all right, Coach Hatch, like, let me off my back. Like, I, I'm not feeling it. And Coach Samal comes over. He's like, don't let him off his back. He, he's fine. So, you know, I fight my back once. Um, he turns me again because I'm, I'm dead tired. And I'm like, all right, seriously, this time, like, I'm I'm sick. Like, just let me off my back. And Coach Samal's like, don't let him off his back. So I, I started, like, freaking out. Um, mm-hmm. I actually threw an elbow, you know, caught him with an elbow. My body went into panic mode. Uh, he let me up. The period ended. Started walking out of the room, and I actually passed out. You know, I, I pass out, uh, walk out of the room and I'm just laying there and everybody thinks I'm messing around, but you know, I laid there for probably 15 seconds and I was like, Oh yeah, he's actually passed out. Yeah. So, um, Jordan actually texted our group message. He's like, time and Gary's first gladiator to go until he passes out. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, but you know, with that sickness and it just felt like a, one thing after another, um, week before, I think it was week after regionals leading up to the national tournament, you know, I get food poisoning can't practice for a day next two days um kind of workouts weren't the best because i was struggling with um getting food in me yeah you know i'm light so definitely a lot of adversity and going to the national tournament i knew it wasn't 100 um but you know i just you gotta show up and wrestle so that's, how that's did you I keep did. faith that whole time like uh and I, I know all those guys at West Lib call you Mr. Consistency. I talked to Coach Irwin and all those, and look at you got a smile on your face when yeah. I say that, Mr. Consistency. Uh, that. What's that mean to you? What's that? What's that? What's that nickname? Like you obviously enjoy that. I see a smile yeah. come to your face. What, what's that mean to you? Um, it it just means that no matter what's going on, no matter how you feel, you you show up and you wrestle. You know, you you go out there and give your best effort. You might not be feeling the best, but your opponent doesn't really care. You know, you're going out there. And you're going to battle, you're going to war no matter what. So just trying to put those feelings aside and get focused in. And even if you're not feeling the best, just wrestling your match. But um, you know, all the glory to God. Um, he helps me wrestle at, at peace. He helps me have fun with the sport. 
I know um, once I started wrestling for him, wrestling to glorify his name, you know, I started having more fun, being less anxious. And with that comes, you know, you're not getting as tired because you're not worried about the outcome. You're just worried about scoring points. So love that. Love that. All right. National tournament. Yep. Okay. All this craziness happens. We just discussed all that. I mean, you go down the list, laundry list of stuff you had happen, mono, ankle, food poisoning, you know, all this craziness. You get to the national tournament. Um, how'd you like your spot in the bracket when you get there? Because um, I remember talking to Coach Irwin at Whitfields about it, and I was like, we'll see. Honestly, I don't really remember my spot. Yeah. I, I knew I had what it took to beat everyone, so I didn't really care. Love that. Where I ended up, you know, I was already mad that I lost um, in region. So he told me I'd be two or three seed. So I knew I would have Be- Beamer in the semis no matter what, which would be redemption for me so i was i was happy with where i was at you know but it didn't really matter to me but um you know first match go out there and i'm I'm not feeling the best yeah you know for me i wanted to go out there and score team points i wanted to go out there and help us get a team trophy and i realized after the first period that wasn't going to happen so kind of just wrestled my match um came out with a, a close win and i remember walking up to the stands talking to my girlfriend first rocky i remember just saying like that was bad. Like I'm, I'm not feeling good. I know I'm not where I need to be to win this tournament. And I'm just thankful for the support from my brother, from my girlfriend. I'm telling me like, listen, it was one match. Like, let's just get refocused. Um, get more food in you. Yeah. You know, just keep your head right. Rocky kept telling me, keep your head right. Like we've done this a million times before, like, and then got the next match. Um, feeling a little better. Um, another close win, getting to the semis and, kind of just building from there every match was feeling better and better every match more and more confident no doubt and then that leads to my semis match against beamer um who i lost to two weeks before which definitely one i was i was nervous for um just with the style matchup you know he he's uh kind of crazy he likes to move around a lot yeah so i was a little nervous with that um but i went out there wrestled my match um i was just staying in good position because i knew he had the blast double so I, I wasn't gonna let him get it so I was just kind of wrestling my match and wrestling smart. I didn't want to get tired off the beginning. I don't want to waste energy. So just staying in good position. Um, I think at one point in the second period, caught a, a nice takedown on the edge and got two. And from there, I was just focused on riding. I was focused on staying on top and tiring him out. So was that the match? I was talking to your old man after he was driving home, and he said you told him that you were like had like an out-of-body experience said like this cannot be going any better than where i'm at right now yeah I think don't it was, screw this up i think it was end of the second um i'm on top i think i'm up three to one i'm almost at a minute of riding time and yeah you kind of just leave your body and you're like i wish the match would end right now I mean, right I'm, I'm in the perfect position if i mess this up i'm gonna regret it for the rest of my life but i'm um, just stuck to my ride um return him a couple times um i i think he eventually got out and i knew he was going to come at me because he needed to score so right off the bat i just hit a slick high crotch finished quick and from there i was just cruising on top and thought the match was over with about 30 seconds left um beamer's head was in the mat i was just riding on top ref calls me for stalling i don't, I don't know why yeah um i was like whatever it's once one stalling call um he got gets up again gets the edge calls me again i'm like okay like that's that's a bit weird but right. you know we got points to give um 10 seconds left on our feet i back up calls me again i'm like Hold up, like three and thirty seconds. I'm like, this is a this is a tie match now. Like, I I got yeah, riding time, yeah. But without the riding time, it's a tie match. I'm like, I can't take another step back, or he's gonna call me again. So, right. 
ended up um, pulling it off. It took me a second afterwards just to make sure I won it, but and with the Ryan Time point, I uh, won six to five. So just a great feeling because I always came up short in the semis. I never made it to state finals. Um, never really was in the finals of any big tournament. So just that accomplishment was really big for me. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What did you do differently the following year, this year that we're talking about to come out on top, come out on top of the mountain? You seemed so much more relaxed this year. Maybe that was an act for all of us, which we do appreciate. But you just seem to really have a lot of fun out there this year. Yeah. Um, kind of just going back to having my faith in God. Yeah. Um, I'm there to glorify his name. You know, he, he already knows what's going to happen. He knows the outcome. And just learn to have fun with the sport. I love you know, that. It's fun to score points. Um, but, yeah, all the glory to him. He, he allowed me to go out there and – some of it was an act. Um, definitely in the national finals, it was an act because I was <laughs> I was freaking out a little bit walking out of that tunnel. Yeah. Um, don't even remember much of the match, but yeah. So let's talk about that. I mean, you win a national championship. What? How do you even put that into words? It's really hard to. Um, I set a really high standard for myself, and I watching all the national finals growing up, watching people win. I always want to go out there and dominate and score points um i knew i wasn't in the position to do that with how i was feeling mm. so um it's it's just hard to describe i remember when overtime i knew i wasn't gonna be able to score a lot on this guy he was very good defensively um but once i got into overtime i knew i knew i was gonna win i, I was comfortable in overtime i remember so many practices just when i'm tired just picturing this moment picturing mm one more takedown just over and over and over again. So when I got in the finals, I got into overtime. Like it was just another practice for me, to be honest. I wasn't really even nervous. I, I knew, you know, a minute sprint. If I got a takedown season's over, I'm a national champ. So I was pretty confident. Um, I don't remember it in the moment. I've, I've rewatched it probably right. 20 times now, you know, he almost caught my leg, kind of slipped out of something, but uh, I think I went shot, reshot, got to the leg. And I was like, this is my moment. Like I will get this opportunity once in a lifetime and I'm just going for it. So I remember ripping my arm out, getting the weight on his head, hooking the leg. He still had my leg a little bit. I remember looking at the ref. I'm like, please just give me two. Like, <laughs> I, I can't do anything else at this point. And yeah, holds up too. And then from there it was just disbelief, like total relief. I just fall on my back. I'm like, I can't, can't believe I did it. Like there's so many nerves before the match and just being able to come out on top. Um, it took me a second, but I ended up getting up, running the corner Fucking Coach Irwin, Coach Hatch. Sorry, uh, Christian, didn't <laughs> miss that hug on you, but um, I was way too worked up. But it was, it's, it's really hard to put into words. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so we're gonna go into the reaction portion of the of the the show. We're gonna bring into your, we're gonna bring in your brother, awesome bring Rocky. Come on, buddy. Rocky was in the stands, and uh, so Ty obviously wasn't in the stands. So completely different perspective that we got here we're gonna kind of move the mic here so we can kind of get both of us dude i'm pumped that you're here my <laughs> golf partner shout uh, out. let's go shout out nate hall shout out nate hall the foursome the fearsome foursome we're just yep. missing nate we're gonna see you this weekend brother can't wait to see you um dude what was it like first of all you had the most uh, your instagram post was unbelievable you started off a little delusion goes a long way incredible line talk about it yeah i just remember like me and ty when we were kids like 
ripped throwing football around, like shooting basketball, and it was always for some kind of title. And I never really thought thought that was like a real thing. And then I remember Todd growing up, like he just always thought he could win. Yeah. And, like I feel like I was just a little too smart, and I was like, "But can we?" But like, <laughs> like Ty always thought he could win, and like, he was always sure about it. And like I never saw him falter in that attitude. And I think like that's like when he was in the finals, and I was just like. I always think he can win. And like that, like he was saying, like the pressure he was feeling, like his opponents were feeling the same thing. But I just knew, like, growing up with him, that, like, yeah, that attitude that was from when we were kids was gonna love that. That, I mean, that's I, when I saw that, I honestly, as an older brother, I teared up because I've seen my brother do big things. Same thing. Um, what was the scene like in the stands? Your old man, the crowd, you know, Jordan, like, uh, the, the rest of the crew, the, the cooks, uh, you know, they're all there. They see, one of our childhood friends, one of your childhood friends, your brother, you know, I see goosebumps on your leg. <laughs> Talk about it. Yeah. So like we got in the, like, well, first off, like there was like a three hour break and I was like, I'll be oh, fine. Like yeah. I'll go back to the hotel, chill out. I was like having a mental breakdown. Cause like, <laughs> like how I overcome like the anxiety is like, I can like map out how Ty wrestles and I'm like, well, this might happen and this might happen. And I'll accept it. Right. And I'm like talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, I didn't think about this. Like this, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I didn't get that far yet. So I'm like freaking out a little bit. So we like get in the arena and I think Garrett Cook and Danny Cook are up in the rafters and they're watching Ty Waters and Sean wrestle at States right, in right. the finals and Nico Taddy. I was like, I'll go up there with them. And then like, I liked being so far away from it because like I was freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just stayed up there and, you know, I wish you were a little skinnier. Watching all those matches, I was like, oh, God. That was horrible. <laughs> Trust me. I was in the back. I was freaking out for it felt like two hours. I felt yeah. the same way. And, like, my dad's freaking out. And my sister's freaking out. And his girlfriend, Chloe's freaking out. I'm like, I'm going up in the rafters. Because right. Denny and Garrett, they watched, like, Alec. In their own little world, right? Yeah, they watched Alec All-American. They're chilling. Like, Alec's, like, in his clothes. Shout like, out Alec Cook. What yes, was, it like? Yes, what was it like for you guys watching him All-American? It was awesome. Um, we honestly we battled every day in that room. Me, yeah. Alec, Coach Hatch, just going to war. So it was awesome to see him kind of come out on top. Um, even just make it to nationals, he was pumped. But just put together the run he that he did. Yeah. Um, I remember before my one match, you know, I was like, Christian, did Alec win? He's like, No, he lost. And I was like, All right, like that sucks. But I gotta get ready for my match. Yeah. Walking out to the tunnel, Alex fist bumping on the way back. I'm like, Christian, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, th- I looked at him. He's like. <laughs> What? And then I guess Alec defensive pinned this kid. So I was like, okay. I was like, let's go, Alec. But you know, I had to wrestle a match, so I right. got focused right away. But it was it was awesome to see him put together the run he did. Very, very cool. Um so you get back, you guys win the uh you win the national championship tie. What was it like for you when you heard that you got the most dominant wrestler? It was it was cool. Um, I wasn't thinking about it at first. I remember Jake Ely was in in the in the run for it. I think he was first or second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramo boy. Yes, sir. Um, he pinned his first two kids, or he got bonus points or something. And I was like, well, there goes that thing. Right. I'm not getting that. Um, because I was 100 percent expecting him to win it. So I wasn't thinking about it until the very end. I was sitting down there waiting for the the champions picture, and I was sitting there with Coach Tamak, and he's like, yeah, you might have a chance for this. I was like, are you serious? I was like. <laughs> I see him give out a couple awards, and I was like, that, that looks pretty sick. Like, I really hope I win that. Um, and then, you know, it comes time for that award, and they, they call my name, and I was like, all right, like, that's cool. So, like, I wasn't really worried about it, wasn't thinking about it, but after I got it, I was like, that's that's kind of a sick award to have. 
very cool, dude. I, I mean, to put in the words, I don't even know to get the most dominant wrestler. That's pretty cool. I mean, you look at this is camp season, right? Every single flyer you're on, E2 most dominant. Yeah, wrestler. that's pretty. Cool it feels pretty. It feels pretty good to put on the on the posters and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Rocky, what was it like like when you heard that? Like, that guy was kind of a badass. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, I beat him up my whole life. And, uh, <laughs> one day I wake up and I'm 16 and he's beat me and everything. And I'm like, of course he beats up everyone because I'm a tough guy and he beats me up. Yeah, so. yeah, love that. That's great. Um, so moving on, you guys talk about the team. You know, you're at there. You guys, you guys place with the team championship or a team? Uh, we took six, so we six. didn't. We did not get a team trophy this year. So, all right. So, what was it like? When you saw your dad for the first time, because you said you were up in the rafters, so you weren't like too close to your dad and, and the craziness. What was it like when you saw them? Well, like when he got the takedown and put his hands up, like, I was just crying. Like I, right. I had to gain consciousness there for a little bit. And I come down and like my sister, my dad, they're just crying. My grandparents are crying, and it was just like like a like a euphoric feeling of like like it finally happened and we're all here. So. Yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of crying, a lot of hugs. <laughs> Surreal, right? The Cook family's hugging us all. It was just like... Danny Cook didn't give you a hug. Oh, yeah, he hugged me big. No way! Danny Cook gave out a hug? Yeah, I mean... Was there a tear, though, from Danny Cook? Nah. He's not that soft yet. We've got 10 more years to soften him up yeah. before he gets that point. Um, So, you see that, and what was like the after celebration? Like, you know, you guys go back to the hotel. Did you guys have a good time? Like, what was it like just enjoying the moment of winning, watching Ty win and achieve his dreams? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure he knows what it's like, but when we have these high goals for ourselves and you don't succeed in any year, like you have this feeling like, man, I got to go back and like regroup and attack. And it was just like, wow, like we get to celebrate. Like we were, sitting there like what food do you want like what are you guys doing tonight like good question what did yeah. you eat after you won a national championship tie <laughs> chipotle and of course crumble cookie you are so much like my brother it's not even funny <laughs> shout out nate hall that's probably what it would he would add i love that no chipotle. It, is, it is crazy though um every year just after the tournament thinking i did this wrong i did that wrong yeah and this year it's like yeah, i might have done things wrong but it really doesn't matter like I wasn't 100. percent I, I wanted to score more points in the national finals. I remember coming off the the mat, and I was to Coach Rivera. I was like, "Did I wrestle good?" Yeah. He's like, "What are you talking about, dude? You're a national champ. Like, it doesn't matter." <laughs> if good. I was like, "Yeah, I guess I guess you're right." But you know, I, I hold myself to such a high standard. It's like I just wanted to do everything perfect. I wanted to score points, but yeah, it's just crazy to think about. Like, it does. It didn't matter. My mistakes didn't matter. What was it like when you saw Rocky and your dad and your family for the first time? it was it was surreal um i remember sitting there and coach Irwin called my dad he's like you guys can come meet him in the back before like the awards and stuff yeah so you know they ran down um a lot of hugs a lot of tears you know hugged my girlfriend hugged my dad it was just amazing that they were all there to see it um the year before i took third i think it was just my dad my grandparents so yeah. just having the whole support system there everyone that's been with me through whether it's only eight months with my girlfriend or my whole life with my family um just having them be there for it all it was it was awesome just to hug them and and to have them be there for it what's the first thing you said to him i think i was just like trying not to cry and i was i don't i we didn't even know what to say i think i was just i was like you freaking did it dude like i looked at him like you just did it we just sat and there. he looked at me and he's like 
yeah, like I did do it. Like it was just disbelief. We just sat there and stared at each other and we're just like, like we did it. Like, yeah. There's not, the there's, years, not much, right? there's not much to say because it's just, it's just so surreal to all the things we've been through together. It was, it was crazy. Talk yeah. about, talk about that brother bond. I mean, I have it with my brother, I know, but it's, and that's why I feel like we're such good friends. We golf together. We hang out a lot. What is it like to have someone that's like, you're, you're so close with, you talk about, you talk to, like, I know with my brother, I talk to him every single day. I know you two are the same way. What's that like? Um, it's special um, to have him on my high school team, um, wrestling together, coming home from practice, ranting together, cutting weight together. Um, it's special just to have someone there for you. Through all my downs, through all my negativity, he's there hyping me up. When yeah. he's down, I'm hyping him up. You know, we're kind of an unstoppable force. You know, whatever we do together, we have a great mindset because when one person's down, one person's positive. So it's just <clears throat> everything we've been through. All the competition, um, the basketball games. I didn't win very much at the beginning. Um, which kind of so you're saying you win more now? I do win more now with him being big. Yeah, like tall. Like uh, basketball is not really the thing we go to. Okay, fair enough. It's just a universal. Success. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so it, it's special to have someone yeah. there with you that's been through you, through it with you. Right. yeah like i'm on my side like i think it's just so cool like talking about this like national title and everything like we kind of grew up having that like same dream together and like he said like i became ultimate like we did it and like that was what i wanted to say but i didn't want to be selfish because like you know that was like my goal is like i didn't really even care who won it like whether whether it was me or whether it was him like it's just being eight years old and having this dream and then i was 23 years old and it's like having that someone in your life that's on the same path as you and like when i was wrestling bad a lot of times he was wrestling good and vice versa and it's just it really there's really no way to put it in words i think you just did buddy that was pretty good yeah it's um i feel like we never really were both at our peak together so it is it is tough because you know when i qualify for states he missed states when i wasn't wrestling i was out for a year he made it to nationals and then mm. here he is not wrestling when when i'm winning nationals so we kind of share our success we share our failures so we're just kind of a team through it all love that yeah, i think that's a that's that's a really good way to finish it off so rocky thanks for your time brother thanks for having me D hall all right ty so the next thing i want to talk about as we talk about your national championship um we finished up with your brother there which was amazing um connor craig tweets out something along the lines of Finally, a 184-pounder gets a job done. You moved up from 174 to 184 the, um, the year prior after Connor Craig left. What was it like after – I mean, you've said multiple times on this podcast alone how many times Connor Craig beat you up in the practices yeah. and the grueling and the grind. What was it like for him to show you some love on a public forum like that? It was it was nice. Um, didn't really show me much love through all the practices <laughs> and stuff. But um, it was cool to see him tweet that. Um, for me, it was kind of a redemption tour. For, for a lot of reasons, um, for Connor getting that 84 pound title for West Liberty, um, Coach Hatch, you know, he was runner up at that same venue um, at D3 the year before. Um, he was in my corner and just all the coaches I've had in the past that have been runner ups, my dad, um, you know, there's, there's so many people that have come up short and just getting the win, getting the redemption for, for all of them. It felt really good. Yeah. Last question I want to sneak in before I get to like our final little bit. 
and we haven't talked to him about him too much. Shout out Big Rock. What was it like growing up with uh, Big Rock as your old man? Um, you you can never say he didn't care. Um, Love sometimes that. he cared too much, but you know, at least he was there. He he was with me through it all. Mm. Um, shout out to him. I'm so thankful to have him as my dad. Um, all the trips, all the time and effort he put into me. Um, my brother just being there, never missed a tournament, never missed a match. Yep. He would, he would drive three hours just to watch me get a forfeit, um, <laughs> especially now in college, not seeing him as much. But um, it was just awesome to have have him as a dad and have him through it all. Love that. All right. Last couple of questions I have for you before we get to rapid fire. Um, we talked a lot about you moving and, and your jump from high school to college. High school, you didn't have the greatest success college you kind of turned the corner and you took off what did you take how did you make that jump because i i love talking about that with people the 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 jump from high school to college is so tough how did you make that jump and not only make that jump like excel while you were making that jump um it's just you know you put you put in the hard work you get that mindset where every practice you're gonna focus on little things um and in college with with coach Irwin and with Connor, you know, we're giving each other feel. Um, that's one thing that's big in college. It's one thing that's big with younger wrestlers is, you know, if you have a partner that's not going to give you feel, you're not going to improve anything. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of practices, I know I was getting angry at first, very frustrated early on drilling with Connor. He wouldn't let me score. Wouldn't let me get takedowns when we're just drilling. But, um, you know, early on the, my sophomore year, you know, it, it started paying off for me. Um, I started getting to his leg more. Yeah. Actually, I started, you know, almost scoring more. And, you know, I it helped me. And then eventually it was helping him because I was doing things on him. So just building that feel, um, giving each other feel, and just not letting your partner really just have things because in a match that's never going to happen. Very fair. All right. Last question for you before we move on to our rapid-fire segment of the show. Favorite near fall or pin you've ever been a part of seeing what's your favorite near fall or pin in wrestling? Favorite pin was probably Vincenzo versus Imar in the national finals. Shout out Whippy, your boy. Chenzo. Um, his inside heel trip to a pin. Um, his reaction, you know, I have it framed up in my room. I got it printed out. And just seeing that, it was kind of my motivation to win a national title. And looking back at it, you know, my celebration was pretty similar to his, which I thought was pretty cool yeah just the the disbelief but that definitely was had a huge impact on me because you know in wrestling anything can happen so yeah no doubt about it i mean well he was a freshman taking down imar so two-time national champ i mean that's a good one to pick there ty i think that's might be the first one no well chenzo picked that whenever i had him on but besides Uh, that like it's pretty good so um yeah man love that rapid fire segment of the show let's do it Give me your first thought, name, or answer when I come to, when comes to mind when I ask this question. Okay. Very first memory of wrestling. Probably going four and two at a tournament, and I didn't get a trophy. And you know, Rocky went two and two and got a trophy, and I just remember being very angry. I didn't understand it. <laughs> oh and two. Yeah, two and zero. Oh. Two and oh, Okay. First two and one. <laughs> two and one. A lot less wins. I had more wins, and I did. I didn't get a trophy. I didn't understand. <laughs> love that okay uh worst day in the sport 
Spencer Lee came and ran a clinic at Gladiators, and he drilled bars for an hour and a half on me, and that was the closest I ever came to quitting wrestling. <laughs> That's fair. Greatest day in the sport. Winning my national championship. Obvious. Yeah. Toughest opponent ever. Toughest opponent. Um, probably Alex Facundo or Rocky Jordan. Okay. Do you have do you have an arch nemesis in the sport? Anyone that steps across from me, I guess. Love that. Um, toughest practice partner. Connor Craig, for sure. No doubt. Biggest track, biggest trash talk you've ever been in the room with. That one's easy. Ty Waters for sure. Because he can't really back it up. I don't think he's taken me down a single time. Not one I, time. Not that I can remember now. Love that. All right. Uh, how many All-Americans will West Lib have in 2024? Ten. Better golfer, you, your dad, or your brother Rocky? I wish you would have asked me this two weeks ago, Donnie, because I would have said <laughs> me easily. But Rocky, uh, shout out Coach Kuhn, got my brother dialed, and he's beat me twice in a row. So. Coach Kuhn, what's up? Coach Kuhn. Right now, Rocky. Love that. I heard he went low today. He went low. 38. Couple birds on the card. Yes, sir. Love that. Love that. All right. Um, biggest influence in the sport. Oh, there's so many. Um, probably Coach Tark. Okay. Love that. Good one. All right. Will you go on and coach one day? And will it be at Gladiators? I would love to coach one day. So yes, I do plan on coaching. Um, could be at Gladiators. Um, you never know what happens in the future. I've definitely thought about it. Yeah, but I do plan on coaching. I I love coaching. I love pe helping people get better at wrestling. Love that. All right. Favorite cheat meal? Favorite meal after you know weighing in? What's your favorite thing to eat? Um, I usually eat pretty healthy during the season. Um, after the season, probably Krispy Kreme donuts. Just I don't, straight I don't like Krispy Kreme. I don't eat them during the season. I eat them after the season. But shout out D Hall. Makes great steaks. Makes great burgers. If he Thank asks you, you to be on the podcast, do it because he'll make you a great meal. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Those of you that are out there, you want to come on, yes, get sir. some food. I'll take care of you. We'll have a conversation, get you some food. No doubt about that. But uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on, hanging out. Do you have exactly. anything else, anyone else you want to shout out before I leave you go? <sighs> um, shout out Coach Denny, Coach Justin, my dad, um, all my coaches growing up, Coach Irwin, Coach Hatch. Coach Rivera. Love that. Um, my yep. family, my mom, my dad, um, everyone who's been with me through it all because I can't do it without any of you. Good stuff. Good stuff. As and always. My beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> Perfect way to end it. Thank you so much. Division two most dominant wrestler, Ty McGeary, West Allegheny alum. You know I had to end it that way. You know I had to. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Ty, my man. Appreciate Thanks you hanging out. Peace. Later.